Welcome to episode 11 of the Empower the Game podcast. We're your hosts, Paige Dabrin and Kayla Smith. The goal of this podcast is to empower women in sports and inspire females who are looking to enter the industry. Welcome back to another episode, everyone. Today we are going to be chatting with John B. Oza, who is a journalism student at the University of Houston. Thanks so much for talking with us today, John B. So to start, we always sort of just have our guests tell us a little bit about their background and just how they found their passion for journalism. So if you want to start with that. Of course, yeah. Um, Thank you, Caitlin and Paige, for having me on. I um, am a huge lover of sports, and I kind of wanted to get into... uh, Before I wanted to get into sports, I wanted to get into political journalism. I wanted to be a political commentator, but then I realized that political life wasn't for me, and it's just not my thing. And while I was in that phase, I was a huge um, sports lover. I loved watching sports. I loved attending games and things like that. But so I had to make a career choice, you know, like what was it that I wanted to do? And I kind of found my love for sports journalism during that little phase because you know sports is just such a fun and telling environment you know when you're sports reporting you have the honor of sharing an athlete's story to its fans its coaches and it's and you know they're celebrating that special moment with everybody who's at the game so just being able to tell the story when the story is happening right in front of you is something that i have a passion for and something that i'll always cherish so did you like grow up playing sports or watching sports or anything like no i actually grew up in a house that watched no sports at all and i was not a sports person like i when i tell y'all i can't exercise i can't exercise i'd be huffing and puffing when i'm walking from my stairs and back up so (laughs) playing sports was just not my thing i just loved to watch sports because the biggest thing about sports is the entertainment you know you're with your girlfriends you're with your family you're having fun and you're just watching a game and there's so much you know adrenaline and all that excitement so that's kind of what really also kind of drawn, drawn, drawn me into sports. Um, just that entertainment. And I think it's the biggest reason people watch sports and attend games is for the entertainment. But yeah, I really didn't grow up watching any sports or playing anything. I just kind of fell in love with it by um, watching my middle school football team play football. And middle school football isn't that relevant. I just thought it was pretty fun watching a bunch of guys go out in big uniforms playing the sport. So that's kind of how I started with football. So kind of tell us about the experience you've had in sports so far. Like me, like Paige and I saw that you were an ambassador for the Super Bowl this year and just kind of like, how have you got your foot in the door and where do you want to go with that? Yeah, I am blessed enough to have quite a few opportunities. I'm only a freshman in college right now, but I think the biggest reason that I wanted to get my foot in the door so quickly and just start working is because it's my passion. Like, you know, this is all I want to do. I love, I just love football and I wanted to go ahead and start working. I wanted to start early. I wanted to build those connections quickly. So I think my biggest thing on getting your foot in the door was sending emails out to people it's as simple as it sounds, sending emails is the best way to get your foot in the door because A, your name is in their inbox. And the biggest thing I had to learn with sending emails was you have to be super interesting in the subject line. Like before I would just write um, connection. And you know, when somebody opens their email and they see that, they're like, oh, what connection? So you kind of want to be a little um, interesting in your email. And so 
literally just emailing people. I was able to set up Zoom calls with people who work for the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans just because I would email them, introduce them about, introduce myself to them and ask them what their background was because I think you have, I think everybody has to remember that that person's dream job you want, they were in the position that you, that you're in. So asking people for help, reaching out and having them help you um, is one of the biggest things that I, um, that I need to tell everyone. Um, also, I also just got a job with the Houston Texans. I'm a marketing and events assistant. And again, that kind of goes back to my emailing thing and sending emails to people in, in, in all departments because you don't know who that person knows. And it's just, again, going, it's going back to the phrase of it's a small world. It really is a small world. Everybody knows everyone. And one of the best pieces of advice that I've got to this day is, Yes, the sports media industry can seem so big, but at the end of the day, it's a small world and everyone knows everyone. So um, we also saw that you worked actually like co-hosting a podcast yourself for a little bit. So, um, and you were the only female host on that, right? Yes. So, so I, yeah. go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, can you talk about like that experience for you? Obviously we see that a lot of times, like you know, females are obviously the minority in the sports industry. So if you could speak on that. Yeah. So back in like, it was late November, early December, I wasn't working in sports. The only thing I did was I was a sports reporter at my student, my university student run television station called Coop TV. But I wanted to do something outside of school. So I kind of, um, I DM'd a podcast I, did, I DM'd a podcast and, you know, I just kind of told them about myself. I introduced myself to them, told them what I wanted and why I was reaching out to them. And, you know, they got back, they got back to me and they were like, yeah, we are looking for interns right now. Send us an email here. So, um, they're currently the number one, um, podcast in Houston and they talk about everything that has to do with the Texans. So I reached out to, I, I reached out to them and I set up, they set up an interview with me and, you know, it was five guys that were interviewing me and it was a little, I wouldn't say intimidating, but it was a little, um, it was pretty changing that they were like, you know, you're going to, you're the only female that's going to work here. We've never had a female reach out to us. We don't have any female audience. So you coming in to our podcast, bringing a women's perspective of football can change, um, can change even one live or maybe many other lives because you are setting an example <clears throat> for other women who want to work in sports and, you know, um, work in sports media especially by just showing them that females can talk about football females can work in sports um it's it's normal it's time for women to stand up and um and tell other men that hey like i belong here and i should and i deserve to be here so you know they addressed that issue during the interview they were like um we support you. We want you to make sure that you feel welcomed here and that <clears throat> everybody else on a company makes you feel welcome. So yes, we would love to have you as our first female co-host on this Texans and Filter podcast. And it was really refreshing to be working with a group of men who support women in sports and the whole um, community. So it was really, um, it was really special and humbling. I first, I went in thinking that they're not going to care about what I have to say. They're not going to understand where I'm coming from, but Really, it's the complete opposite.
I think that's so important to hear because obviously, you know, we see on social media support women in sports, yada, yada, yada. But like to know that it's actually being put in practice is like, like you said, refreshing because, you know, people might say they support women in sports, but until you actually see it happening, it's like, okay, are we just going to keep saying that we're going to fix this issue or are we actually going to put in a perspective? But going off of that, so I saw that your Instagram is always very active with sports updates. So how do you utilize your social media accounts to create a name for yourself as someone who was on their way to eventually landing that job in sports? Again, I think that kind of goes back to um, starting early. I think my advice to girls who are, you know, just high seniors in high school or whatever, if they want to work in sports media and they know they want to be a sports reporter, go ahead and get started. Nobody, like, we're not stopping you. We support you. We want you to go ahead and start early because you start early, you build that experience, you build that real, you can you can afford to make mistakes early on but then as you progress you can't really afford to make um certain mistakes so and it also kind of goes back to branding yourself you want to have a name for yourself when people say your name you want them to be like oh yeah this girl goes to this college and she does this you know i think she would be a good hire for this job one day i want her to maybe take over my job so branding yourself is really important and um keeping your name out there and who you want to be referred to as and what you want um when people talk about you who do you want to be portrayed as if that makes any sense going off of that a little bit more um even something that i struggle with i sometimes feel like i don't really know how to balance like my personal life with also like my sports media life and utilize that on social media because obviously i do want to share like me hanging out with my friends or me going to the beach but also like I am like a sports freak and I talk about sports all the time. So something I've struggled with and like you can tell me how you balance it is, you know, how do you show your personal life, but also still look as a reliable journalist? I think the biggest thing, so I actually kind of had a little, um, I actually kind of had to think about this too. Back in June of 2020, I, officially kind of started my journalism career um i had to ask myself do i want to keep my, my just one personal account and also make that my professional account or do i want to separate the personal and the professional from my life i think it's a personal preference at the end of the day i think some people are just like no i want to keep all my personal stuff off of social media but other people are like no i also want to show my personality and who i am on social media but for me it was kind of a hard decision because I'm kind of a person that's like, oh, I don't want this person to follow this page. I don't want this person to know what's going on here. But I attended a Zoom call with Jerry Madelon. He is the founder of Madelon Media. And he said, I asked him, um, I kind of told him my situation, you know, I want a personal Instagram and a professional Instagram. He said, um, he gave me this advice. He was like, when um, reporters or journalists or producers, they look at your Instagram, they want to see you for who you are because they're going to look at your professional side through your resume and reel. When they go on your social media, you don't want them to see that same thing again because you're going to bore them. You want to be interesting. So, you know, keep a balance of personal and professional. Um, when I mean personal, I mean like, you know, going out to dinner with, with their friends and 
you know, if you want to talk about your personal updates or your personal life, talk about it, but be able to balance it all because you also want to be, be able to express your personality virtually through a social media platform and kind of giving a little good, um, mix of who you are to the person who's hiring you. So yeah, that's kind of the biggest thing. You want to be able to express yourself and show your personality. I feel like that's super valuable advice because that's something that like you don't necessarily think about when you first start considering going into sports or like being a reporter in general because obviously like all journalists have to deal with that, all sports reporters, everyone. And it's interesting because I'm actually in a class right now that's like about social media and sports. And we've talked about that a lot, like the public versus private balance on social media accounts. And it's so interesting because like, obviously that's something that athletes also have to deal with and coaches and everyone sort of in the industry as a whole. So it's just like interesting to see that from like different, everyone's different points of view, I guess. Yeah. And sorry. Were you going no, to yeah. I was just going to say that, and I just think I really didn't want to handle another Instagram account. I already handle a Facebook account, a Twitter account, Instagram account. So I just felt like, you know, it's okay to um, put your personal life on there. You know, you don't have to obviously put everything, post what you want. So it's just a 50-50 balance of everything. But I tried to keep it mostly professional. And going off that a little bit more, I think I've heard that answer, what you said, more than I've heard, oh, keep it separate. Like, I've heard... Like, obviously, reporters have a life behind the TV. The camera. Or, or, you know, yeah, exactly. Or even if you're just a writer. And I think that really shows that you do have a personality and we are not just robots, you know? So I think yeah. that is something important that I've heard that you need to, or you don't need to, but it is always good to kind of show the other side of you. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't realize is that they we have a life like this is like yeah this is our passion but this is also our job like after we are done um reporting at a game we have to go home and take care of other duties this isn't just what we do 24 7 like i don't sit in front of a camera and talk sports all day i have bills to pay i have homework to do i have people to take care of i have people to like feed and stuff like people need to realize that like there's a life behind the tv well, and I think, too, going back to, like, showing your personality on social media, I think that's super important because that's how people sort of gain respect for you. And to a certain extent, like, credibility, too. I mean, no one's going to believe, like, anything that you're saying if they, like, don't know anything about you, really. Right. So that's another element of that. And I think also showing your personality on um, your social media helps you be able – it helps you um, – it helps you – showing your personality more on camera when you're shooting a stand-up or something you're able to show yourself a little more because you know how to portray yourself on social media so it's easy for you to do easier for you to do that on camera okay i like how we're on this topic because this goes into my next question so how do you sort of keep your calm or keep your cool when you're nervous about a story or an interview because let's say me and Paige are not nervous at all doing this podcast, but let me tell you, when I go live in Carolina News newsroom, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I start sweating and like getting these jittery nerves. So how have you taught yourself and how have you kind of, what do you tell yourself when you're going to do 
a story or you're live or you're about to look at someone for the first time and you don't know anything about them. So whenever I'm going live, I don't look at the camera. I don't have that mindset in my head where I'm like, oh my gosh, like a bunch of strangers are just going to look at me right now. I look at the camera as like my best friend and like I'm talking to my best friend. So I just block out the idea that I'm talking to a camera and a bunch of strangers are watching me right now and I'm on a big jumbotron. I don't think of that because then I'll because then you get nervous and you get jittery, right? So I just look at it like I'm talking to my best friends and my people. So it changes my attitude and makes a big difference. So and I mindset that you have. It, it's all in your mind and what you tell your mind. If you tell your mind that I'm speaking in front of Erin Andrews right now and this person is right in front of me and a bunch of million people are in this stadium looking at my face, then you're going to get nervous. You're going to completely just mess up and you won't be yourself on camera. So I think looking at the camera in a way that helps you be calm is, is what makes a big difference. No, that's a great tip. And I'm obviously we can say it's easier than done. And I think the more you practice and the more, not even practice, but the more times you go live and you're in that position, the better you are going to get on camera. So I think obviously no one can as much as you practice and as much as you you know prepare yourself to go live it's just a feeling you have to experience for yourself and I wish someone would have told me this four years ago that no matter how well you think you can talk in front of someone or how well you think you can conversate with someone when you go live it's just a completely different feeling and you might know what you're gonna say and completely lose track so you I that's a great tip I'm gonna like from now on tell myself that I'm just talking to a friend. So it doesn't, I don't feel that pressure of being live and talking to all these people watching me. Yeah. And I just think that like, whenever you just have a mindset of, oh my God, there's a bunch of people watching me right now, it adds pressure on you. And that pressure is being shown on your face and your voice. And people notice things like as much as we think, oh, this person won't know anything. This person doesn't know anything about what it's like being on a reporter. You don't know what that person's done before. You don't know what that person does for a living. So just stay calm and act like you're talking. Just think like you're talking to your friends. It's, it can be simple. It's simple, really. It's just how you communicate yourself through the camera. So obviously you mentioned like going along with that, that you are a sports reporter for like your school's TV station and stuff. So obviously I'm sure that's super busy and, you know, time consuming, but so how do you stay motivated when you're trying to like balance doing all that and all of your journalism related stuff while also still being a student? For me, being able to stay, for I know for everyone it's different, but for me, me being able to stay motivated and what keeps me going is thinking about my why in life like what is my purpose like why am I doing what I do so that's what really keeps me going honestly and I know I'm sure you and Caitlin can relate to this but everybody has like a why in life and why they work for what they want to do right it can be anything it can be for your father it can be for your mother it can be for whatever and whoever but my why is what really keeps me going every day and it's the reason I do what I do I love that. And, you know, I think your why and your purpose tells a lot about you and your character. And obviously women are a minority. And what is your biggest or a minority in the sports industry? So what is your biggest concern being a minority working in sports now and in the future? My biggest concern in the for the future, especially, is that there I'll be one of the few South Asian um, 
girls to be in news and sports and media. That's my biggest concern because there is this stupid and terrible stigma around the South Asian. Let me just say. (laughs) It's getting what? I said, you're going to kill it. Let me just say. Thank you. So are y'all both. I'm cheering for y'all. But my biggest concern is that I'm going to be one of the few South Asian girls in especially sports media that who, who are on TV. Um, there's this terrible stigma around the South Asian community that um, boys and girls can't work in news and sports media because it's a stupid job and it's um, a calling for sexual assault and harassment, um, which I mean, I can get, but I think it's a terrible outlook for the way you see another person's career too. So my passion is that I want to break the stigma that um, boys and girls aren't allowed to work in news and sports media and that being on camera is a job because there are people in the community that think that it's not a real job and that it's like useless and worthless. Like, trust me, I have gotten um, a lot of backlash from the community itself saying that, oh my God, this John B is, you know, she's not going to do well in this career. She's asking for certain things that I'm not even going to say. So I want to make sure that young girls and boys who are watching, they're like, this is really, this isn't really what it's like. So I want to empower these kids and tell them that it's normal. That's awesome. And that's definitely super important for any minority communities who are looking to get into jobs like this, because I definitely can see that being an issue. And it's, you know, it's sad that it is, obviously. So it's important that we have people like you to change that. (laughs) Um, So just to wrap things up, we usually have our guests just give like a piece of advice for those going, who want to go into the industry. So specifically for you being a student in college, what would you say to someone who maybe is in high school and is sort of hesitant about majoring in something sports or journalism related in college? My biggest advice is don't be hesitant. Go for it. Literally just whatever it, whatever it takes. If you want to just go ahead and make an Instagram and just go ahead and make it private. And on that pri- Instagram, you're the only follower on your personal account. Follow that account. And on that one follower account, post sports update until you feel comfortable to open up that Instagram and allow other people to follow you and watch you. Just go for it. I think I, if I told myself that my senior year of high school, I think I would have been much better off, but, and you need to get rid of that voice inside your head saying that, oh, you're not going to make it. Like that person is so much more qualified than me. I can't do this in front of them. Get rid of that mindset. So what I'm really going to say is just go for it. Don't let anything stop you. You don't have to care about what anybody else says. You don't value someone's opinion and they try to give you advice. Don't take it. Only take advice from someone whose opinion you value. So that's my two biggest advice. Just go for it. Start it. Don't think about anything else. And if someone tries to critique you and give you advice, but if you don't, um, if their opinion doesn't matter to you, don't take it. Only take advice from someone you value. I love that because I still struggle with that. Caring what people think about me or what I post or how I report, yada, yada, yada. It's like, honestly, don't even make your Instagram private. Like start that Instagram and who cares what people say? Right. Yeah. You know, if, if you want to make your account private because, you know, you're just feeling insecure for that, for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, just, for sure. Whatever it is, just go for it, but open it. Brand yourself, you know. Don't, who cares what people think? If someone thinks you're weird for going on camera and talking about um, the Green Bay Packers and what they're doing with Aaron Rodgers, okay, screw them. 
focus on yourself and do what it is that you need. Yeah, exactly. That's definitely like very admirable. And that's actually a really good idea. I need to do that. I don't know why we haven't done that yet. <laughs> but um, well, thank you again for doing this, John V. It's always nice. Thank to you for hear having me. Yeah, it's always nice to hear from other journalism students. So um, and for those listening, you guys can follow John V on Instagram at John V D Oza. And then for um, our Instagram, it's obviously at Empower the Game. Thank you, girls. Y'all are the best. Thank you.